I made a little mistake. Of because uh, well, okay. So my LinkedIn profile. Uh huh. I had, you know, it asked me. It's like, hey, we just want to know, are you still working at whatever it was that I had on my last LinkedIn? And I was like, oh no. It's like, oh, where are you working? Oh, oh, I'm not. Oh, okay. So then they just sent my info out to a bunch of headhunters. Oh. And so now product marketing director, uh, director of competitive intelligence, marketing analytic director, marketing manager. I mean, I've all of a sudden got all of these jobs that I'm qualified for and like, um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So... You know, and one of them, I'm like, oh, hell, like, there's obviously a couple that are scammy, you know, they're a little scammy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm I'm not interested in that. But, um, yeah, just just kind of some some weird things in there. And I'm just kind of like, OK, it it is what it is. But I didn't mean to do that. But one of them that I thought was pretty cool. Let me go find it really quick here. There we go. Is apparently. A trucking company, not just any trucking company, but a trucking company I would never, ever, God knows, ever want to work for. My wife went to this. I'm not even going to say them, but my wife went to this trucking company to get her license. This trucking company, I don't know how low the bar could be for the position that they are asking me uh, for, but let's just let's go through this i have my degree yes Uh i have awards yes Uh i have a literal portfolio of dozens of fortune 100 companies and you know thousands of small mom and pops that i have done marketing for Uh and i have been published i have been a keynote speaker at multiple marketing seminars And I have taught classes and, you know, a lot, right? Uh $38,000 a year is what they want to pay me. And I'm like, and I know, look, there's a thing. Okay, everybody, if if you are headhunted at all for a position, you're going to be able to negotiate things. Uh Uh-huh. But there's there's a number that people will come in at that's just so low that you sit there and you have to look at them and say, okay, I need you to double it and then double that, you know, and because it's 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 so far that the fuel would kill me, you oh, know. Yeah, I'm like I'm not going to drive two hours every single day, right? Uh huh. Not to mention, I have a bad habit of, you know, speeding. So, you know, so let's just let's take the tickets into account on that. But for anything close to what they're talking about numbers wise, I'm like. Thirty eight thousand dollars for a marketing director. And and not only that, but I hate your company. (laughs) I hate your company. I hate the fact that your company is. 1% of the vehicles on the road and 9% of the vehicle accidents in trucking, uh, trucking, trucker on trucking accidents. Right. Uh So, and that's not according to me, that's according to insurance, (laughs) like the national insurance board or whatever it is 
that produces the numbers. I'm, I want nothing to do with your company. How, how, uh, what, what benefit is, hey, are you down on your luck? Don't have any job. Don't have any prospects for a job. Can't be within 500 feet of a school or a place where children are known <laughs> to gather and want to be able to make enough money that you could, you know, defend yourself. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go that route. So yeah, that was uh, good times for me. And uh, I'm, I'm like, and some of these others I'm looking at them as I'm looking through them and I'm going, okay, hey, guess what? They're horrible. They are horrible. If I put them on my resume, look, I'm almost 50, right? Mm. If I put these on my resume, I will lower my standard to the point where I will be unhirable for anybody. If I was going to do anything, I'd go back to the other companies and be like, hey, you know, but no, I'm not going to waste my time with this. But with that said... Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. It is Tuesday, which means our afternoon is... Relationship advice. You know the drill. It's every Tuesday. We sit down, we read some stories, and we give our unasked for opinions on it. (laughs) So, um, I have a couple that I, like, have from previous episodes that I never read. Okay. Um, But, for the most part, new ones. Um, Okay. But still, uh, most of them this time are going to be actual relationship advice ones. Uh, if I decide that we need more Am I the A-Holes, then maybe I'll like search through it mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick. But this one is an Am I the A-Hole. And this one, I I'm like I remember, I was like, oh, I didn't read this one. Kind of maybe like irritated because I wanted to know, like I wanted to hear how quick it was an obvious answer for you. And you're going to have an obvious answer from the title. Okay. It's, am I the a-hole for confronting my roommate about her perv boyfriend? No. (laughs) So. (laughs) No. Yeah. So I'm a 20-year-old female college student, and I live with my roommate, who I'll call Emma. Emma has been dating this guy, who I'll call Mark, for a few months now, and I've always been super supportive of their relationship. However, things changed when I started noticing that Mark was always over at our apartment, and he was starting to become a little too comfortable. He would eat our food, use our things without asking, and he would even stay over when Emma wasn't there. It got to the point that he would get drunk and slyly flirt or say sexual things to me while she was gone. One day, I decided to confront Emma about it, and I told her that I didn't feel comfortable with Mark always being over, being creepy, and using our things without asking. Emma got really defensive and said that I was overreacting and that Mark was just being friendly. I didn't want Mm. to cause any drama, so I dropped the subject. However, the situation only got worse, and Mark started to become even more and more invasive. Finally, I decided to confront Emma again, and this time I told her that I thought Mark was taking advantage of us and that he needed to respect our boundaries. Emma got really angry and accused me of being jealous of their relationship. She said that I was being a terrible friend and that I should just mind my own business. Now I'm starting to wonder if I was the asshole for confronting Emma about her boyfriend. Did I overstep my boundaries? Should I have just let it go and tried to tolerate Mark's behavior? No. What? Okay, look. If somebody says or does something that makes you uncomfortable, bring it up instantly, right? Uh Because you're going to know exactly their intention the moment you bring it up, right? If somebody, if, if, if he, let's just say he wasn't, let's just say she's just off, right? Mm -hmm. And she goes and she goes, you know what? You said this and you did this and you were drunk and I really don't appreciate it. 
Oh my god, I am so sorry. That is, I did not. I am very sorry. Like uh-huh. you can tell yeah. when it's that right versus. Oh no, I'm so sorry. What do you want to do about it, right? Yeah. Or, or <clears throat> yeah. And uh, what did what did you think about that, right? Yeah. Or, or the yeah. Look, people don't get drunk and hide who they really are. Mm-mm. Okay, they get drunk and their inhibitions go out the window. Okay. Yep. And that's that's where that is. So, no, you absolutely are not. And and for your friend, your roommate, no, dead, dead. Literally, you know what? She knows. She knows. She's in denial. She's broken. And it's like because you don't not know. Yeah. Right. You you don't. It's it's. We've talked about. I mean, you two. It's like when we when the three of us go out, right? Mm-hmm. We know. We know when somebody's staring at you, staring at, you know, we know when somebody's brain is clicked off. I mean, you're the last one that you got so upset about was in Lowe's, right? Uh The job of the hut dude hanging out of his little crappy ass escort, you know, because the AC didn't work. And and he was just pouring out of the thing and just staring at you, just lost in thought. It's like, dude, you know, you know, and and I've been that guy. I've been like I came on to a girl and she was not interested and it was like, okay. And then she was like, Oh, he was creepy because she wasn't interested. Okay. You know, but I was like, sorry, not gonna worry about it, not gonna stress about it. You know, that's not where I was going, so so be it type mm-hmm. situation, right? And so with 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 this no, you're not the a-hole by any stretch of the imagination. You are absolutely in the right because you should bring that up. Your roommate is taking it the wrong way. Your roommate is, is honestly, your roommate's garbage. Mm-hmm. Your roommate's garbage because I'm not one of those that's like, hey, believe the victims all the time type situation, but listen. Yeah. Because you know what? What did he say? What did he do? Not Im- instantly put her down and then make fun of her i mean that's you know yeah like, no no you're done Mm-mm. so no you are not by any stretch of the imagination 100 percent agree i <laughs> literally mm-hmm. the the problem that i have with this literally he's not going to get any better he is only mm-hmm. going to get worse his girlfriend at this point is enabling his his behavior towards you yep. if she is in denial of it and she's saying that he's doing nothing wrong how in the world is he going to sit there and go oh well <laughs> Maybe I should stop because obviously he already doesn't respect your boundaries. There's nothing there. He does not care. He does not care. <laughs> there is no part of him that is looking at this going, oh, man, maybe I did those things. Maybe I should stop. No, he knows what he's doing and he's doing it, like you said. And he does not care. Mm-hmm. There is no boundary there that he's going, maybe I shouldn't. Nope. He has already violated it and he does not care. So it's only going to continue to get worse. She is going to keep enabling it. And then it's going to become one of those things where it sounds like he's going to full on try to force himself onto mm-hmm. you and she's going to call you the person that's trying to be a home wrecker and ruin their relationship. And mm-hmm. she's just jealous because she already called you jealous mm-hmm. so literally get out of that situation it whether it means that because the problem is is it's your house too or your apartment too there is no world where she just gets to, uh, you're just being no it does not matter how your feelings are both of you live there so if you say something's out of the question then it's mm-hmm. out of the question period if she doesn't like it she can move out it's literally that simple. Yep. And if you you have to be stern with something like that because she does not care whether it's from her insecurities or from genuinely not believing that he's that kind of person. 
she is not going to if you absolutely cannot because you really enjoy being around her you don't want to watch her go down a rabbit hole don't want her to be in a relationship like that then record him the next time mm-hmm. record him the next time he does and then show it to her and if and you'll know right then and there whether or not you two continue can continue to be friends because if you show her a video of him being creepy and weird and stealing your guys' stuff and not asking or anything like that. And she goes, uh, well, you probably just set that up. Oh, how could you be recording him? That's, you know, that you're violating it. Then nope, get out of there. If she goes and sees mm-hmm. those videos and she goes, oh my God, I am so sorry. I don't, I guess I just, wow, I can't believe that he's doing that. Then obviously you two are fine. So if that, if you have to go the route of like, you don't want to be mean about it, then do that. But if you, if you can't and you're perfectly willing to be mean about it, set your boundary firm. And mm-hmm. if she doesn't respect it, then she can leave or you can leave and find a different situation because that's not worth it. (laughs) Do not let him get away with something like that because that's how it turns into horrendous amounts of sexual assault very fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because once somebody feels like they're going to get away with something, uh they're more likely to do it. So, yep, it's yeah, that's that's horrible. Okay, Um, what do we got next? Uh, This one is titled my 27 male wife, 29 female. Just told me she made an OnlyFans about three months ago, and I don't know how to react. <laughs> what? <laughs> you better. <laughs> okay, go ahead. My wife and I have been together for a little over nine years, married for seven, no kids yet. We are in good jobs, both making over 100000 a year. Active social and sex life, not at the same time, of course. Yesterday, she told me the dreaded 11 words no one in a relationship wants to hear. Nickname, I need to be honest about something. Please don't be mad. Naturally, that put me on edge, and I started thinking the worst. She then explained how one of her friends from college reached out and invited her to lunch, this I knew about, and she explained how she was doing well, but recently got into OnlyFans and explained how much she was making off of it. She was thinking of making it her full-time job. Then she she suggested that my wife should think about it. My wife is beautiful and is in good shape, more on the curvy side, tattooed, goth type, and just overall a very beautiful person. She then said she looked into it more and was amazed at how many people had uh, had OnlyFans and were making good money off of it. She wanted to see if it was something she would be successful with, just as a way to make more money. She made an account and posted nine photos over the three months or about every other week. Three of the pics were of her in dresses she had tried on for an event we went to. Nice for the event, but not one you would go be going to church for or to go to grandma's house in. Mm-hmm. Three were of her when we went on a trip in her bikini, and three were of her just her feet when she had taken uh and what wow when she got her nails done. I don't get the whole foot thing. All of the pics I had seen or taken myself. All also posted on her private Snapchat, so nothing too provocative or inappropriate in my eyes. She disclosed how much she made, her thoughts behind it, but then she showed me some messages. People want more, requesting content, and just some nasty comments. She asked my thoughts. I told her I didn't care about the photos, but what hurts the most is the fact that she hid it for three months. Mm -hmm. That I asked her two months ago why she was acting weird like she wanted to tell me something, then gaslit me for weeks. She said she was afraid of how I would react. I said then, hiding it for, uh, for an additional two months while still actively still posting on it was any better. I don't know what to say anymore. I needed to think about it. Um, that is where I am now. Like I said, I don't care about the pics. She did say she wanted to post more content that is more on the adult side, which I am conflicted about. But I cared more about the fact that she did this, hid it from me, continued doing it while gaslighting me to the point I thought I was doing something wrong in our relationship. I, and I was being paranoid. I don't know what to think. I need all of the opinions I can get, but please be respectful. And then um, edited for um, 
clarification. So I can't respond to the comments for some reason. Thanks for all the advice. There's a lot to think about, but to address some questions. No, I won't send you her at. (laughs) She said the friend gave her a shout out, something along the lines of check out my friend. She is new and giving it a try. Her face was not shown in the pictures. One shot was full body, but all you can see is the back of her head. Her tattoos are unique and most likely identifiable, though, by close families close family and friends her job i don't think has an issue with it while she is at work she covers her tattoos with clothing or leggings out of her work attire you can see it uh you can see one if she has her hair up only like four people in her place of work know about all of them and then this happened last night at the time of posting uh she has not communicated or responded to the messages from anybody okay i don't care what it is you don't have secrets like that uh-huh. from your partner, period, right? This is this is not acceptable. Look, if if you came to me, and you have, we've talked about it, right? We've uh-huh. had the conversations about, hey, I was thinking about doing this, A, B, C, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, well, here's here's where I would be with that. Okay. And, and that was it. So the fact that she's already done it, is what's wrong and then and you're talking about gaslighting i love how people just use so many colorful different you know i'm i'm thesaurical when it comes to a lot of things i use a lot of flowery language and things Mm -hmm. but you can call it whatever you want i call it manipulation Mm -hmm. and the fact that she was manipulative to you because she didn't want to talk about it when it would have been the perfect time to say well i did something and i don't know how i feel about it there you go you know, something like that would have been good, but she didn't. So, you know, I, I just. Uh, <sighs> yeah, coming from somebody in a relationship that has I, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I literally whatever. You judge me if you want. So coming from somebody that has thought about joining mm-hmm. OnlyFans and mm-hmm. being a part of that world of it the end of the day being a sex worker. If that's only online, you're still a sex worker. Right. Um, it, it comes with a lot of trust. You have to have... There is so much trust that goes into being in a relationship with a sex worker. Those messages and things... It, it, her, the fact that she lied about it to begin with, it, you are 100% right in being hurt by that. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that makes that okay. Her not responding to it doesn't change the fact that she literally did it, continued to do it while telling you that she nothing was wrong, she didn't, you know, nothing was going on, to the point that you were thinking that you were messing up the relationship and she just wasn't talking to you about it. That mm-hmm. is horrendous. There have been so many times where people have, like, you know, tried to troll me, tried to be like, oh, hey, oh, you're really pretty on social media and things, and I'll respond and then immediately I'll come laughing and telling you about it mm-hmm. because it's like that we have nothing to hide. I'm not sitting here exchanging You're not sexual messages. Door message. looking yeah. to get out of here. Right. It's, it's not. I'm not. You know, sitting there exchanging messages with people and going, "Oh man, you know, just need to have like these backups," or "Oh man, I just needed to, like." It's literally all out in the open. And I've talked about it so many mm-hmm. times. We've bounced back and forth between I want to do it, I don't want to do it, I want to do it, I don't want to do it. Am I going to show my face? Am I not going to show it? Like it's all things that I have gone over and we've talked about, and yep. we just haven't done anything about it and it's just because well one we started doing this instead Mm -hmm. (laughs) and two because it just was something that it just never got to the point of you know let's actually execute this and see what happens because it just wasn't that big of a deal but it's not like i went and did it and then was like oh hey and even then if i went and did it 
if I immediately still came back and was like, oh, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I did make an account. I did post a couple pictures. I just want to see what happened. You would have been like, okay, because I would have told you. If you would have asked if mm-hmm. I did something or not yet about it, and then I would have said no, then I am lying. And then if I continue to do it, I am still lying. And now I'm manipulating you by telling you, no, I'm not doing anything. No, nothing's wrong. No, it's it's okay. It's so good. I'm fine. Don't, don't even worry about it. While you're sitting there going, no, you're acting weird. Something is wrong. What's going on? Nothing. Like, that's she had so many opportunities to tell you and just continuously didn't Mm -hmm. and there is no world where i'm gonna sit there and praise her for finally coming forward because no Mm -hmm. she should have came to you the moment that she thought about it you knew that she was going out to lunch with this friend i don't understand how somebody can be in a relationship like that and not go and have this thing and then immediately come home and tell their partner about it because that's how we are oh yeah no went out to go do this thing went to go meet up with this old friend went to go whatever it is and immediately come home and be like oh my gosh i gotta tell you all about it it's like that's how all of us are all of us are so open with everything so i don't understand relationships like this and you guys are married Mm -hmm. that's very concerning if she wants to do it and you have no issues with it whatever but it needs to be confronted that she should not have lied and the lies have to end period Mm -hmm. no exceptions you need to be whether that means that you need to be able to have full access to her account at any point in time so you can see every anything and everything that you know she's interacting with people the things she's posting everything like that or it's on a hey i'm gonna post this is this okay with you i was thinking about posting this is this okay with you is this a picture that you're fine with being up because you guys are what comes first Mm -hmm. so if you have now issues with it she's already crossed the line that's completely valid I, there, she can't be mad about that yeah. and that if that's going to be a deal breaker for her then then you are kind of already got your answer of well she kind of had that plan from the beginning because at that point that's kind of a dumb thing to let it be a deal breaker mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's how I feel about it that's my two cents <laughs> yeah no 100% agree so yeah that's that's that one um, <sighs> this one um is titled my male 30 wife female 30 said she's seeing me as more and more of a friend lately so hey guys uh last night my wife together uh, my wife who i've been together with for five years married for almost two told me that she's loving me more and more as a friend lately i can honestly say this isn't a huge shock to me there were absolutely signs lack of intimacy romance etc we had a talk about it last evening and while i validated her feelings and don't necessarily blame her for feeling this way i'm pretty crushed i love this woman and i'm not i'm really not sure what to do at this point We've collectively made the decision to try and work through this as a team, but I'm not really sure what my part will be in this effort. I try to be affectionate, do nice things for her, surprise her with gifts from time to time, cook meals for her, you know, husband things. I understand there could be some physical attraction component to this, as I have gained a good amount of weight that's a relatively straightforward fix, though. Not not that losing weight is a simple thing, but it is easy to understand the correct recipe for that diet and exercise. Um, she also hasn't explicitly said this is the cause of it, but I'm not sure whether this is to just protect my feelings or not. I'm looking for advice on where to turn next. Of course, I know we should have the love languages talk, but she's not really sure what her love language is. It's important to note that our relationship is overall pretty healthy. We support each other, split responsibilities, essentially don't argue, and truly get along pretty well. On paper, a pretty picture-perfect relationship. I know there's always the chance that I'm simply not her person, but this isn't a reality that I'm just ready to accept. I want to work through this with her and she's willing to try and work through it together as well in a healthy way, whether that means falling back in love or moving on from each other. So what are your thoughts? 
lose weight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, start there. Start that. You sit there and say, "Oh, that's pretty straightforward." Okay, then do it. Just, just, just do it. Look, something changes in people when they gain weight. I know. I'm. I've gained weight. I. It changes, and it's like okay. And so I fight to, you know, not give up. And I don't give up. I haven't given up. I've been drinking mostly water. When was the last time I had alcohol? No weeks. Yeah. So it's like you know, I I'm just I'm doing everything that I can to to fix fix the problem, but you know, physical attraction is important, and yeah. that that level of attraction is important. Now there's some people who are going to be attracted to you, whether you gain weight or lose weight. Kiki's one of those prime examples. Um, she still loves me, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, knows that it was different when i was in shape it yeah. was better it was moses lake when i was in shape and so you know got to get back to that point but you need to look at what are you missing in the meantime what can you do to make up for it in the meantime right what is the thing that's going to bring that value that she's going to be like oh yeah this is the man that i married this is the man that i want to spend the rest of my life to- with what is it that you're bringing to the table you know, and what what can you do to, to fix it? You know, it's like you said, oh, I, I find that amazing. Losing weight is straightforward enough. Well, that's easier said than done. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, no, no. When it gets to that point, like, honestly, you know, you called me out. We we're talking about it a couple of days ago. It was like, oh, yeah, I just don't want you having more sugar. And I was like, OK, fair enough. And honestly, I haven't had a piece of candy since. I was like, okay, I haven't just, you know what? No, I'm going to do everything I can. Talked about dinner uh, dinner for tonight, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what am I having? I'm having chicken, chicken and I'm having and veggies. veggies. That's it. I'm not having high-carb veggies. I'm having real veggies because you have French fries or veggies. You know, <laughs> I, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that crap, and I've made that, those statements in my head. Like, and, and no, that's not the only issue there, but that was an issue that you glossed over like it wasn't going to be a contributing factor. If I got to the point where I couldn't get up my stairs because I was I catch I had to sit down because I needed to catch my breath and I got to that level of of heft, it would directly affect my relationship. And you said a substantial amount of weight. You didn't say I put on 40 pounds. I put on you, know, you said a substantial amount of weight. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I go after right there. And then then deal with the other stuff. Yeah. Do the stuff that fixes you first. Then go to, hey, okay, I fixed this. Like, okay. Yeah, I I agree. Start there. Because Mm -hmm. if she can't even vocalize, really, what it is that she, like, why she feels that way, like you said, it could be because she is trying to spare your feelings because she does still love you, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't quite know how to open your eyes to the fact that your relationship isn't the same. There are so many times where that's that's a big miscommunication is that there a, a lot of the times, a lot of the times, all every week we read stories of people that, oh man, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. And it's because it just by nature, you cannot argue with me about this. By nature, a lot of men genuinely don't realize that they have had a lot of things change mm-hmm. until it's brought up. We've talked about it all the time. They got their focuses. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of them. So if they're getting those things, then everything's great. If one of those things tapers off, then they go, uh, what happened? Mm-hmm. And if you don't say what happened, they're not going to know. 
it's, it has to be vocalized. We as women notice the very little things. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, he didn't rub his foot up against mine like he usually does when we go to sleep. Is he mad at me? Like, we notice those things, and they literally don't know. It's, just, it's not yeah, like a, it's just doesn't. It's not a thought process that they have. You, you so, touched me with your foot last night, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I like I had to scoot over, and I was like, wait, I'm at the edge. Oh, okay. And I put my leg <laughs> on you. I was like, got it. You know, yeah. It's gotta. You have to figure out what that is and yeah obviously if she doesn't know her love language then it's probably because mm-hmm. again she's trying to spare your feelings because the problem is probably that you have gained weight and mm-hmm. i don't care who tries to come for anybody and you know be like oh man you sh- she should love you have nope that's not how it works physical attraction is physical attraction you cannot force somebody that is straight to be gay you cannot force somebody that is gay to be straight you cannot force somebody that likes both genders to not like anything like it's not how it Mm -hmm. works if she is physically attracted was physically attracted to you and then you gained a lot of weight and she lost that physical attraction to you you, that's it you Mm -hmm. have to fix that and if you fix that and she still doesn't know what the problem is then sure maybe she legitimately has just fallen out of love with you which if you can figure out why then figure out why and if she's again if she's having trouble explaining it then literally i would say do something wild together do something you guys haven't done in a while. Do what? What did you guys do for your wedding? Go visit that place again. What did you guys do when you guys, you know, were dating still before mm-hmm. you guys were in a serious relationship? Do all of those things, even if it was something silly as, oh yeah, there was this coffee shop around the corner that we had, you know, our date at a couple of times because she really liked the croissants there and blah blah blah. Then go back to those places because you never know. It's not hard to re-fall in love with somebody that you've already been in love with, mm-hmm. and once you get to that point, then it's easy to go okay. Now that I'm back in that headspace, I know what you're doing that I don't like. Let's talk about it. Because sometimes that's what people need. Sometimes it's literally just she does care about you. And this is her very aggressive way of saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I see you as a friend. Lose weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just her way of saying it. You, you, We don't know. You know her better than anybody in the comments is going to know. You know her better than we're going to know. But if this is her way of telling you that you are not the person you used to be, then work to be that person again. If it's literally just the weight, then it's literally just the weight. And it is that simple. So just do it. Mm-hmm. It's literally that easy. Fix your diet, fix your exercise routine, and just do it. And if you start to notice that she's starting to be more and more into you again, then you have your answer. You guys yep. don't even need to talk about it. And you know from this point forward that you have to stay on top of your weight. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. And if it's not, then you readdress the problem. So... Yeah, because at the end of the day, oh no, what you lost weight? Like, <laughs> it's a win-win situation. Yeah, and if she's not, and you're gonna exit the situation. Trust me, the single life is much better when you're sa- when you're fit than fat. Yeah, you know. So, so yeah, just just see what's going on there. Start with mm-hmm. that. So, moving on. Uh, this one is titled "The Girl Female 22 That I've Been Seeing Just Told Me Male 23 That She Is Celibate." I've been seeing this one girl for just over three months. Everything's going really slow, but honestly, it's kind of what I wanted. We've been getting to know each other on deeper levels. We get along, and our families actually sort of know each other. Just a couple days ago, we had a very deep conversation about where we see ourselves, etc. She mentioned that she's abstaining from any physical intimacy until marriage for religious purposes. I fully respect that. Fast forward 24 hours, I did bring it up with her that it's something that does kind of bother me. 
as I don't want to go through all these years without physical relations with the possibility that post-marriage relations are incompatible. She remained true to her values and basically said it's what she believes in and again, I respect that. I'm just confused on really what to do now. She seems very trustworthy and honestly wifey material. To be honest, the act of her being celibate for religious reasons actually makes me believe she's a very genuine person. Although I personally need to feel a physical connection with the person as I believe it's an important it's as important as an emotional connection, especially in the long term. I really need advice on how I should approach this. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take this the way that it needs to be said. Okay. okay. And I'm saying this because I really want people to understand this. Listen. We are men. Men are compatible with our frickin' hand. A sock. <laughs> lotion. We rub up on the bed. Pillows. We have done all kinds of... It is such a BS line that, oh, we need to know if we're sexually compatible with somebody. No, dude. No. I get it. Hey, listen. This, this is... She was celibate. And if you marry her, you're gonna be the one. If you push on her one of two things is going to happen she's gone one Mm -hmm. right or two you're gonna get your way she's gonna feel guilty as all get up about it and she's never gonna feel that you have the level of respect for her that is she's gonna be looking for in the kind of man that she wants for the rest of her life i'm just telling you i never wanted to be that guy i never wanted to be the guy that takes the v card i never Mm -hmm. needed to be that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I did because somebody lied. A couple of somebody's lied, you know, and uh, it was very, very frustrating. But, but listen, you literally don't need to go there because you're gonna get married. You're gonna be her first. You're obviously, you know, hopefully you've got some experience. You'll be able to help and get her through things. It doesn't mean that she's not going to be there. And and I will tell you this from my friends that I've had over time, over years, have all told me the same thing. Like, they marry this woman who's never been with another man in their life, and then they end up realizing they married a freak. Mm -hmm. Because she is making up for lost time. Oh my gosh, I have... Wow, (laughs) this is amazing. And has zero guilt about it. Is absolutely excited about it. Is anxious. One of my friends told me, he was like, Joey, every day I come home, every day it's something else, it's something new. I'm wiped out out what do i do and i'm like stop complaining shut up (laughs) you know it's like it's great four minutes to her is amazing it's like you're good relax you know just enjoy the ride and let her enjoy the ride you know it's like so no don't don't i i it's just such a weak ass statement i don't know we're gonna be compatible Mm, men are easily compatible with women so that's that's all i'm gonna say about that I don't have anything to add to that. Good. (laughs) So, okay. So moving on, this next one Mm -hmm. is titled, My husband, 38 male, doesn't think that I, 39 female, love him. For reference, let's call my husband Jack and my daughter Lily. Jack, 
and I have been married for about 10 years, dated for five, and have a four-year-old. Overall, we've had an absolutely wonderful relationship. Sure, occasionally we hit a rocky spot, but we always recovered stronger than ever. Most of our friends look at us as the ideal couple, too. I've never doubted that he loves me, and I've tried my best to reciprocate it. Even when he wasn't home or often during our first five years of marriage, he came back home after that since he got a promotion. We have great communication, and I already am planning on how to approach this with him, but a second opinion would be nice just in case someone else already dealt with something similar. Yesterday, he was doing some very acrobatic exercise in our backyard. He does this every day, even when he's almost delirious from fever, which was hilarious to see. I joked that he'd leave me to become a monk. He just froze for a second and responded, maybe after Lily grows up. Sure, this could just be playful ribbing, but I had a bad feeling in my gut and kept poking at him. He almost fell down, which is very odd since he has excellent balance, made me leave... Uh, he made me leave so he could focus on his stuff. That especially made the feeling even worse. The rest of the conversation happened at dinner. The gist of what he said is something like, the signs are all there. He mentioned that we haven't been as romantic or intimate as of recent. He even said something about less attraction on my end, which isn't true. Then men mentioned weeks of silence. I don't remember this happening at all. Fre frequent absence, I haven't been going out as much except with my friends for dinner dates, which isn't often, just about four times a week for now. Something about initiation. The only one that uh, some t the only one that somewhat made sense was how I was cutting people uh, time for friend time or game time, which doesn't happen all that often. I can only count two or three times last week where I did that, and we still had an hour or so out of planned three or four to spend together, so he shouldn't have an issue. Uh, what he said next honestly broke my heart, and I almost started crying right there. I don't think you love me as much as I do, but that's fine. We'll raise our kid, grow old, and exist till we die. I already have a few hobbies that make me happy. I can't make you responsible for all of my happiness. That would be unfair. He said that uh, with the most deadpan expression ever, like we were talking about the weather or how our day went. I tried to make him understand that this hurt me, but it didn't seem to land at all. He just kept staring at me blank-faced, and I honestly felt terrified. Afterwards, we slept in the same bed after he put Lily to sleep and cuddled like normal, which was just so jarring to me. I've put a lot of work into keeping us together, so to hear this from him has hurt me deeply. It's even worse because when he describes ex uh, sound... What he describes sounds exactly like his parents. They're two old, bitter people who stay together to raise him and still stay together for God knows why. I've never seen them be loving toward one another and only once towards him. He was always very particular about that stuff and said he never wants to have something like that. A few years ago, he said that he was so glad we weren't like that and that he was so lucky to have someone who actually loves him and won't spontaneously stop because, fold because he folded clothes wrong, which made me fall in love all over again to know how much I meant to him. And then there's all that stuff that he said, and I honestly can't remember something like not talking to him or silence. But I remember how his mother used to forget things. Like, she'd go, uh, she'd do something wrong, get that wrong thing pointed out, and then forget it ever happened. One time she was saying something about how my kind of people are less likely to succeed in business and should become a housewife, which is weird because she's a lawyer and he certainly hasn't said anything like that and is very proud of my passive income stuff. My husband called her out on it, stone-faced like yesterday, and defended me. I didn't uh, like that he said that I made more than him at the time because I was afraid his mom would say something, but she backed down after that. She forgot about that incident a day later. Couldn't recall that lunch or what we did or anything, you know, after that one hour period. He didn't want to subject me to that, but I, but I insisted since family is pretty important to me, so we went back a few times. 
the same thing has happened at least two times. The target switching to him. I'm proud of him for standing up to her, and she can't remember any of it. Eventually, I got a begrudging approval from her. His dad didn't care too much and was whatever makes you happy from the start, which was nice. I'm crying my eyes out at a friend's house. I wanted to take Lily with me this morning, but she was in the middle of some class with Jack, helping her do some activity the, te the teacher gave them, so I just went on my own. I feel so heartbroken right now. I don't know what could have possibly happened to make him think this way. I've been having a great few years since he's been home the last five years or so and lightened the load on taking care of Lily. What happened? Does anybody have experience dealing with something like this? This is a, com a complete breach of my trust and I'm hurting so much from what he said. Any advice is helpful. I plan on returning at lunch and dinner for Lily's sake, but I'll try to talk to him after I've settled for the day. Was there an update on this? Uh, there's an edit. It says edit four hours in. I've canceled my plans for this week and told my friends nothing about why. One of my close friends, who is very friendly towards any husband, asks for him uh, every time I go to their house and spoils and plays with my daughter, then suggested it was my husband and said he was controlling and other things. I told her to stop, but she didn't, and nobody in the group did anything to stop her. Some even joined in. I've cut them all off. I can't believe this. <sighs> I feel like that's a very good insight into part of the problem. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's amazing that four times a week spending time with your friends is not a lot. I think not a lot is one to two times. Like, oh, I went out on Friday night with my friends and, oh, they weren't doing anything Tuesday. So, you know, we spend a little bit of time, went to, br you know, brunch together. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a lot. Mm -hmm. Four times? That's regular. That is regular. You are seeing your friends all the time. And you're saying, oh, like four hours, and him and I still had an hour. Like, the, okay, the fact that you're keeping track of time periods tells me that you're trying to justify the fact that he doesn't feel like you're spending enough time with him. Mm -hmm. Sure, he lightened the load off of you taking care of your guys' child together. But it sounds like you don't see that you're probably dumping more on him because he's there instead of, hey, you know, I can't do all this alone, let's do it together kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because that is the biggest thing that all of us as a you know village taking care of three children have had to get into understanding about is that no one of us can do it we we cannot do right. it alone it is impossible to run this house as one single person mm -hmm. it is everything there's going to be seven things that don't get done if we do something like that and we have you know recognized that and we're getting to a point now where we're you know recognizing who does what when better and we do it together we don't sit there and keep track oh well you did you know this part last time so you you know i have to do it this time but because i did it this time and this time you have to do it two times in a row. like we don't do that it's mm -hmm. not you know when nikki and i were hanging out with people it's not like oh yeah you know you went out and you hung out with these people and i had to make dinner so now i'm mad at you because like mm -hmm. that's not how that works it sounds like if if the, in the situation of this if literally you know, like it would be as if Nikki was going out every single day and you and I were stuck here trying to run the podcast, trying to take care of the girls. And then mm -hmm. she was coming home and being like, uh, why should I have to do this? And then we're sitting there like, um, because you're a part of this. Um, well, I just hung out with my friends. You can do it. You were here. And that's being like, wow, don't doesn't seem like you care about the family if you mm -hmm. cannot be home to care about the family. So. That's I feel like that's part of the issue. And then on top of that, for that edit to be your friends were starting to call your husband controlling and all these other things. Mm -hmm. And they were all, you know, 
basically agreeing with this one friend and you had to basically cut them off i feel like that's probably the problem that you're going and you're hanging out with your little girlfriends and you're having fun and they're going oh my gosh girly you know let's spend all this time together you don't need to be home with your husband he can take care of your daughter let's just go have fun all the time and they're probably not married or they probably Mm -hmm. have a husband that they don't care about and is not a great husband they have some horrible life that they need to drag you down into Mm -hmm. and the moment that he expressed concern and you were like oh my gosh you know i don't know what to do about this they don't they can't because well he has to be controlling because you're our friend you know friends friends come first Mm -hmm. and they're trying to make you you know go oh yeah no my husband's horrible oh my gosh you're right like that's what they're expecting but you didn't do that and now they're mad they didn't care none of them stood up for you none of them were like you know what hey that's a little out of hand maybe you know calm down you don't need to be saying all that she needs to figure it out for herself nobody did that you Mm -hmm. said nobody stopped this friend and some of them even chimed in so that's literally part of the problem if not the problem you're hanging out with all these people they don't like him and so he sees that Mm -hmm. he can uh, nobody sits there and hangs out with somebody that doesn't like them and doesn't know <laughs> like there's a few things like that but this doesn't sound like a little oh man i, I don't know if your friends like me or not no this right. sounds like a wow your friends are so, mean so to just, me just to <laughs> m- imagine this on the other side right imagine imagine like if, if we had that here i'm home now right uh-huh. mine is medical it's let's let's be honest like my stress level i can't de-stress i don't know what's going on i'm just i don't know how to relax right but I come home, and could you imagine? I come home, and I'm like, all right, I'm home now. Awesome. And because we all talk about, like, hey, I, I would be with you every minute of every day if I could, right, type mm-hmm. situation. And then, oh, hey, but I'm going to go hang out with my friends one day a week, two days a week. Yeah. Three days a week, four days a week. Oh, but I still love you. No, I love you more than anything else. Oh, I'm just going to go out with my friends, you know, four-sevenths. Of the week, I'm going to be out with my friends. You're going to be at home alone, raising our daughter, taking care of our house, and doing everything on your own. Because I love you so much, I don't want to be around you more than half the time. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> The ratios are wrong here. Mm-hmm. You have your family. He sounds like a very family, strong man. The way mm-hmm. that you've described him, I see this this man... As the way that you described it, you didn't really say anything. He's a military man. Mm -hmm. He was gone for five years and now he's home because he got promoted. That's a military man. Yep. So I 100% am on his side. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like you are, you guys had a kid and then he went and he joined the military because he wanted to support this family because that's what he thought was right. Whatever it is, doesn't matter the reason. And then he worked Mm -hmm. his butt off and got promoted and now he gets to be home. He gets to be there and you rewarded that by leaving and hanging out with your friends all the time. Yep. So how in the heck is he supposed to feel? I don't you're, know how you're I not, feel. Yeah, like you're not doing anything to show appreciation because you see it as, well, yeah, I, you know, that one time I said this thing and, you know, I do still do A, B, and C around the house. Like you're, no, 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 no. Mm. You are minimizing the mm-hmm. fact that he has worked his butt off, got home, and your thankfulness to him was leaving all of the time. Right. There is no world where anybody in that situation is going to go, no, it's okay. I still love you and I understand. It's five years in the making. Mm-hmm. He has gotten to the point where he has accepted that this is how you're going to be. Because if he is the kind of person I'm thinking, divorce isn't an option for him. Nope. He's not going to put his daughter through that. And he's not going to deal with that because he knows it's not an option. He doesn't want to be like his parents. But he is because that is tender. Of a, It's a tender subject for him. He has already accepted that that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. 
is five years in the making. You've already messed up so bad and you are justifying it with, well, I'm only gone and hanging out with friends for, you know, maybe five days out of the week, not all the time. You know, we still sleep together and cuddle and, you know, we're still doing a lot of the things around the house together. And, you know, mm-hmm. if I if I have friends over, like, they're nice to him. They You know, one of my friends even always asks where he is and where my daughter is and spoils her. And, like, no, 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 you're justifying everything with that. The problem of the matter is that you do not spend time with your husband, not anywhere near enough time with your husband, and he's finally tired of it. He's yep. calling you out for it, but he still loves you. That's and, what that and, is. And what he said was, you know, that he loves you more than you love him. There, just understand that that tells you that you have that window. Yeah. You have that window to be able to, you know, fix it. Yeah. Like, it's literally. not over. The same thing as the other one. Rekindle your relationship. Mm -hmm. Figure out what the problem is. You know what the problem is. You've cut your friends off and be home. Be home and spend time with him. Do the things he wants to do. If he's he's so far gone with it, then you just try. And you keep trying. And you keep trying. Not until he says, okay, you know what, I'm fine. No, you keep trying because you love him. Mm -hmm. Make him food. Spend time with him. Go, hey, you know, Lily's off at daycare today. Or Lily's at a friend's house today. You and I get to spend the day together. What do you want to do? Let's go out to do this. Let's go out to do that. Let's spend time here we want to say stay home and cuddle and talk like it doesn't sound like you guys have any of that right now no wonder he doesn't feel like he he feels like you don't love him (laughs) well again you feel like spending more than half your time away from your husband yeah is you know a couple of days a week yeah you know it's there's there's no world where my brain says yeah i get it i don't at all like that's it's over it's done you know it's like that's the way he sees it. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to divorce you. Go have fun with your friends because I'm just not going to sit here and just be hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I hear it and I hear that. and I understand that. And I'm like, OK, I get it. Not, I, I got it. I'm, I, I can I relate. Got you. And, you know, I, I can I understand what he's saying. He's like, you know what? I'm going to love you whether or not you love me or not. So that that's it. That's that's where it is. You know, just how long has this been going on? Right, right. She didn't didn't actually uh, say it was five years that yeah. he's been home, and that's what he was saying. Is so, it's been the moment he's gotten home. So yeah. five years. So five years of of you making him second, maybe even third in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. So, all right, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll end on this one. Okay, good because I don't um, want to end on that one. <laughs> <laughs> this one is an am I the a hole. Um, and it is titled, Am I the A-Hole for Counting Down the Days Until My Quote-Unquote Daughter Turns 18 So I Can Stop Being Legally Responsible for Her? Yes. <laughs> right off the bat, sounds like yes. I have not read this one. Okay, good. Um, no, I'm sorry. If, if your child came out horrible, it's you. And Okay, mm, okay go ahead. Go ahead. I married my wife about two years ago, and she has a daughter from a previous relationship. Early on during our dating period, she made it clear that her daughter was has a father and she's not looking for another father for her. The ground rules were set by her, which uh, and that I will be an adult figure, but not a parental one. I will have no say in how she is to be brought up and I can't punish her in any way. Considering she was 14 when her mom and I met and 15 when we married, I agreed to her rules. My thinking is that she's already too old for me to make any difference in her life. So why make it an issue? Fast forward a couple of years and my life has been a nightmare. The girl constantly gets into trouble and has been kicked out of several schools. She lives with her father half the time. 
she had to move in with us so she could attend a new high school in order to actually graduate. She's been she's been suspended several times at this high school, but it looks like she'll graduate on time, fortunately. While living with us, she's gotten into two accidents, uh, once when she was drunk, and we had to remortgage our house to pay her attorney fees and legal bills. The judge dressed us down in court for not being better parents. I'm not a legal expert at all, but from the movies and shows, I know that judges can jail you for arguing, so I bit my tongue and took it. It was humiliating. The girl is a couple of months away from being an adult, and this weekend I was out with the guys, and she came up in conversation. I complained about how much money I've been spent, I've been spending bailing her out of trouble, and I can't wait until she turns 18 so she can face her own consequences. Word got back to my wife, and she blew her top. I still don't think I said anything wrong, but I'm staying at a motel tonight. I want to be clear, we're not kicking her out, and considering she doesn't have work, she'll be living with us for a while. I'm just waiting for the day she's an adult so I won't be yelled at anymore by judges. Okay, so I take back my previous statement because that's not your yeah. daughter. You literally, um, you you clickbaity mother. Anyway, well, he put quote unquote daughter. Well, you so, didn't say that. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Then I apologize. But <laughs> you know, no. Look, okay. If she, her daughter, and you have made this established that you are not her father. You are not a parental unit. Mm -hmm. You are not going. Th then no. Bye. GT the FO. Right. I mean, Anna came in here at 15. Mm -hmm. She's my daughter. Right. Yeah. Like because she understands and I am the authority. I am the word. I am the mm -hmm. final word. Right. And it's like. But no, 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 no. Not. You know, if she would have sat there and been like. Look, she's my daughter. I'm going to raise her the way I want. I'm like, oh, okay, bye. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. like Anna wouldn't, you know, she calls me her father. Mm -hmm. You know, she literally does. And it's like. Yeah, it's the difference between you are her father. Mm -hmm. I am not her mother. Right. right. <laughs> so it's literally the same situation. She came in at 14 mm -hmm. she or, or 15. She is 17 now. Yeah. There's no world where I'm going to sit there and, well, I'm your mother. No, mm -hmm. you don't make me sit there and bail her out of anything no. or deal with any I of the situations. It. my you responsibility. Because, yeah. I agree to that responsibility, and I, <laughs> and I have taken on that responsibility. And, and yeah. I so, couldn't imagine if I was the one that was supposed to deal with all of those things. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I'm here to help, but I am not her legal guardian by right. any stretch of the imagination. So it's the same kind of thing. If I was put in a situation and Anna was like a horrible kid and you were constantly dealing with all of these things, but you had already agreed to it. You would have mm -hmm. agreed to it. It's mm -hmm. it. And I would have been sitting here dealing with it on top of that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could not imagine being forced to deal with that. It's not. No, you, oh, yeah. she's not my kid. So I am just here for the help. So it's the same kind of thing where it's like, what? <laughs> why is he dealing with it? If he was never supposed to, why is he bailing mm -hmm. her out? Why is no, he paying for exactly. any of it? Why exactly. is he at the? Why is he in court when it's not his kid? Yeah. Why? Where, yeah, where's dad? Like at that point, you know, I. My, I'll I'll leave it with this. So I had a friend Roy, and Roy Roy was a nice guy. He was an older guy, and he married this woman. And this woman had this Pomeranian piece of trash dog. Aww. Like he, this dog hated everyone and everything, which really upset him. That didn't hate me, didn't like me, didn't hate me. But mm -hmm. animals love me. I don't yeah. know what the heck it is. Anyways. But every time he comes home, the dog just barks, 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 barks at him. And it's like, and he can't do anything because his wife is like, don't touch him. 
and he's like, and she was, she was, she's been, you know, he, the Pomeranian had been part of her life before they were married and everything else and da, 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 da. And it was hilarious because it was just the birth of MySpace, right? Uh-huh. That he posted up how he just wanted a bunch of guys to hang out with and everything because there'd been a death in their family. And I was like, holy crap, right? Mm-hmm. Come to find out the dog finally kicked the bucket. <laughs> okay. Um, being stupid, by the way, bit, oh uh, bit the electrical cable for his PlayStation, or, original PlayStation, and electrocuted itself and died, right? Wow. But his wife knew it. Everybody, there was like no, anyway. But so his wife went and she went, went out with her girlfriends for condolences and everything else. And we celebrated that that dog was dead, that that dog was gone, that that dog was absolutely there and gone. And you know what? I don't feel bad about that because mm-hmm. the dog had its life. The dog got its way. And but when that dog was gone, Roy was happy. <laughs> like we went out, we went fishing, golfing and bowling within like three days of that happening. He wow. was so dang happy. And it's like, you know. But the word of warning that I want to give to to OP here is three years later, they got a divorce. Because she had didn't have a horrible little animal anymore. And so her toxic traits switched over to her husband. So just just keep that in mind that what you may be you, you may get what you ask for. And it may end up being a problem. So. With that, <laughs> don't forget to hit that follow button or whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. Stupid podcast on everything.com. And until tomorrow morning, peace out with your peace out. Bye.